Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. No matter what, in this journey of life, we all have something. Something we're going through, something we've been through, or maybe something we're proud of, something we're grateful for. I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. And my life and my curiosity and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again, there are challenges to overcome and there are successes to celebrate. And honestly, neither one of them are permanent. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, about embracing what we have been through, where we are, and where we want to go. A podcast about celebrating our authentic self. And I am so glad you're here with me because we're going to laugh together, we're going to cry, and in the end, we will be the better for it. So let's get started. Welcome to season two of We All Have Something, and as you know, I'm excited for season two because this season will include episodes with guest interviews mixed into our usual episodes. New episodes, like always, will drop every Tuesday morning, but to start off this season right now, you're in the middle of it, I'm dropping the first 14 episodes, one a day, back to back, before we dive into the weekly episodes with guest interviews. These first 14 episodes will be a little shorter. Think of them as bite-sized episodes of useful tips and sort of thought exercises that may help improve your mindset, your overall perspective, or maybe even your human experience. With that said, let's jump into episode three, The Lesson in the Failure. This particular episode idea came from a talk I gave a couple of years ago. It was uh, actually before, just before COVID, in fact. And, you know, I don't know if you know this. I do keynote speaking. I do corporate talks and, and workshops, work with a lot of different organizations from, you know, small startups all the way up to very large corporations and nonprofits as well. And in this particular talk I was giving, it was the importance of embracing failure. And this is a smaller company that I was working with. It was a really great talk because it was about probably, I want to say 30, maybe 35 people. It was a very intimate setting. It was really, really a good solid talk. And I think there was a lot of give and take during this presentation, which allowed for some honest candor from those in the audience. When I was speaking about the fact that we really need to embrace our failures, It comes from the fact that the opposite of that tends to be forced upon us as we are growing up, that failure is bad and you, you, you can't be a failure. If you get bad grades, you've done bad. And it's just this whole mindset that we have to really, really work on our weaknesses so we can bring those up because weaknesses are bad too. And the mindset that I want to try and kind of create is to put that in a different light. That instead of being ashamed of our failures or instead of feeling bad about getting that C or D grade or getting a bad review, really look at it as an, okay, what is the lesson I can learn here? And of course, these are measurable things, goals, grades, uh, work stuff. But I'm also talking about personal life. If you have failed in relationships, if you have failed in making some bad choices financially, any of that stuff where you feel like you're a failure, the goal is not to dwell on punishing yourself in that sense of failure, but to really sit down with yourself 
accept what happened, no matter what it may be, and go, okay, what can I learn from this? Where is my lesson? Because the lessons are in those failures. And the, one of the people in the audience, he raises his hand and he's like, ah, I really actually kind of almost have a phobia. of The idea of you even saying we should embrace failure, just it, 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 I can feel the anxiety in me. He's like, do we have to fail to learn? And I think that was a solid question because the angle that I was taking was really pushing that that's, you know, lessons are in the failure. And so he, he really helped me in distinguishing that's not the only place where you can learn. That's not the only place lessons exist. Lessons are all around us if we're paying attention. My point was just to say that when failure does happen, instead of trying to turn away from it, run from it, pretend it doesn't happen, or just bury it, is to really explore it to find the lesson inside. Not that that's the only place where lessons exist. That said, then what are sort of the tips and tricks or what are the steps you can take to explore that failure? And a lot of it sometimes is just a matter of A, accepting it, accepting that it happened, accepting that even if you were trying to do better, uh, you, you, you did it wrong, even accept that, yes, I own the mistake, and then forgiving yourself, really. If you made a mistake that has caused hurt or pain to others, Come to terms with giving yourself some grace. Come to terms with being okay with it happening. You've, you've done either the best you can from it or you recognize a mistake you made and forgive yourself. Once you've had time to process the failure, or maybe maybe it is just a bad review at work. Maybe it is just a bad grade because you screwed up, weren't paying attention to details on a test at school. Whatever it may be, it takes time. It will take time and that's okay. Time will offer you perspective. And if you really are looking at this, okay, I know this sucks. I did a bad job. Where can I learn from this? And sometimes the lesson presents itself right away. Sometimes it doesn't. Something that can help with this is if you start swapping out in your inner dialogue that you failed, you did something wrong, is that you, you know, this, this happened and now I have the opportunity for a lesson. I want the lesson to present itself. I want to see the lesson in this. Sometimes it's very obvious and sometimes it's not. I have had plenty of experiences in my life where it's been months honestly, sometimes years, where you have to go through the mourning process, the forgiving process, all the things for whatever you did wrong or what happened in your life. And then the lesson presents itself suddenly in a, in a form you weren't expecting. There, there runs the whole spectrum of possibilities here. And in this short little snippet of a podcast episode, I can't really get into the nuances of it. But I can say from working with clients and from speaking at different engagements, failure presents itself in so many different ways. Sometimes they are things you're responsible for, and sometimes they are not. Sometimes that you are experiencing something when someone else failed you. Someone has failed you in life in one way or another, and now you're having to deal with that. And again, lessons are there as well. Lessons are there. And I want to go back to what I mentioned in episode two briefly. I did an episode on this in, in season one. It was titled Toxic Positivity Versus Positive Thinking. I want you to recognize that there is a difference. In that episode, I would actually recommend you go back to if you don't really see the difference or you feel someone trying to say, hey, let's work through this, you feel it's toxic positivity. I want you to go back and, and listen to that episode because it does kind of break down the difference here. And one of the main differences I want to touch on real quick in this episode before we run out of time is that toxic positivity is basically pour the, the saccharin and the sugar and the sweetness over all of it and everything's flowers and butterflies and everything's fine versus positive thinking, which is recognize what happened, embrace what happened, feel the feelings around that, explore that and process it, but don't dwell, don't stay there. 
There's so much more to life than that thing that occurred. And that sometimes is easier said than done. I know, and it depends on the event, depends on what happened. Everyone processes at their own time, and that is okay. But the idea is then that you have that element of being able to move through that, to move past that and start gaining perspective so you can then find the lesson in that. Everyone's lesson is different. It's not always plain and simple and easy to see. But the value in every time something goes wrong or you experience failure, if your first thought is, huh, I wonder what the lesson's going to be in this, that's pretty awesome. There's going to be some serious growth in there. There's going to be some serious potential for you to move through this. And maybe, maybe it'll take months for you to move through it. But on the other side, if you've always already had that thought that somewhere in this lies a lesson, you will move through with grace and you will grow and you will explore. It may not be easy and it may take even more time than you want. And that's okay. But if you're looking for that lesson, you will have that personal growth. So with that said, we're going to wrap up this episode. If you would like to check out the work I do, go to coachrickschwartz.com. I've said it in every episode so far, but I say it again now because I also mentioned in this particular episode that I do public speaking and speaking engagements. If you are interested in booking me for one of your engagements, I do travel for speaking engagements, but I can also do them via Zoom. In fact, uh, earlier this month, I did a little Zoom engagement with a corporation that is in a completely different state than mine, and uh, it's great. I love doing them. I love being able to bring in, no matter how big your group is, a little bit of spark, an air of hope and positivity, and maybe some perspective on how we can change our life up a little bit for the better. And of course, when you are working on your life, well, it impacts all areas of your life. And that's one of the key things I always work on even as a coach, working seven key areas of your life, fitness and finance, family and field, faith, friends and fun. And when we work in those key seven areas, well, that influences the entire bit of existence that you get to experience. So yeah, check it out, CoachRickSchwartz.com. You can connect with me there. You can find my social media there as well, or just look for Coach Rick Schwartz on whatever social media platform you prefer. And of course, well, have a good one, everybody. 